Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Joe, welcome. How are you, sir? Hey, Leland. Thanks so much for having me on again, man. It's great to be with you here today. What a great night we had. Great night for Colorado, but not a good night for some super PACs out of Washington. Yeah, I... They, it, they, I we saw those scenes. Them. Yeah, I had. I, I was thinking of those scenes where somebody like takes a couple hundred dollar bills and then just strikes a match and lights it on fire. That money got burned. <laughs> yeah, like ten million bucks, man. Yeah, I couldn't hold us back. I know so the fired up. This is a rhetorical question. I kind of know the answer to, but I'd love to get your your thoughts on it. I guess, uh, for lack of a better way to frame it, but why do you think they did that? Well, they they know that we're. Uh, we're holding Michael accountable, right? Like we've been talking about what his policies have done to working Americans here since October when we got in the race. We haven't deviated. We're running one race. It's directed at unseating Michael Bennett. We're going to take that seat back and put a Coloradan in there that can actually make decisions that will help our economy. It will help with this out-of-control inflation. It will get the price of gas back down. I mean, that, that's, we're just going to hold him accountable for all the issues that he and Biden have, have done to the American people. If the Republicans take the Senate and the House, um, is, is there anything you can do with Biden sitting in the White House in the next two years to actually lower the price of gas from the, from the standpoint of the legislature uh, other than simply making him a sitting duck? I think you can put an unbelievable amount of pressure on him because the people will have spoken. They're going to send good Republicans to Washington, and we're going to put together an agenda out there that's going to relieve the pressure on these permits, relieve the regulation on oil and gas so we can go back to work here in Colorado. And if he won't pass it, we'll hold him accountable as well. I mean, they're just going to put all kinds of pressure on these guys because what they're doing at $5 a gallon, 8.5% inflation, and 30, 30% of our grocery bills is crushing work in America. I mean, I added it up. It's about $450 yeah. per month in the Biden inflation tax. Yeah. Hold them accountable. Yeah. Um, on the gas thing, you know, the, he's proposed this gas tax holiday, which he would have to have Congress do. But the one thing that he could do is basically tell, instruct the EPA, which is an unelected bureaucracy. So he could instruct them. To drop the senseless, like, hey, look, we're in an emergency right now, so we're going to have to go back to the winter blend of gasoline. That would save consumers around 30 cents, I believe, 25 to 30 cents a gallon, which is more than a gas tax holiday would. And he could do that. Why isn't he doing that? Well, because he doesn't care about working Americans. I mean, these guys, are they're running an agenda that's elitist. Uh, they're trying to fix the whole world on the backs of the people that are working here in Colorado, and they don't give a rip. Right. And that's why we're going to replace them. I mean, that's why Bennett's got to go. Uh, I mean, it's easier than that. All he's got to do is declare this a national security issue uh, because of what took place over there in Russia and, and Ukraine. I mean, you know, Russia's supplying gas to Europe 
if we freed up our permits here, freed up our drilling here, we could we could put some supply into Europe. We could put some supply into Asia and relieve a lot of issues worldwide. Assuming Mr. Milktoast has the courage to debate you, um, I know I asked you this question on the air. I was satisfied with your answer about it, but he'll probably bring it up. And that was contributions that were made. Ultimately, I think one went to him. Um, you explained that to me and the listeners. I was satisfied with that. But how will you answer that in the debate? Because I guarantee you he'll bring that up. Oh, that's fine. I'll say, well, you came out and you lied to us. You said you weren't <laughs> going to be part of the swamp in Washington, and you've done nothing but vote 100% with your party. I want my money back. I mean, come <laughs> on. You haven't done anything you said you'd do. Let's get on. All right. Yeah, I'm not afraid of any of these politicians, man. They, they they need to work for a living for a while and figure out how hard it is to put groceries on the table and get kids through school. And then they can come back and talk to us about these elitist policies. Yeah, I think you just touched on something that and, – and, you know, my producer and I were talking about this earlier about how old – most of Washington is. These are people who have an enormous amount of wealth, mysteriously, uh, mostly gathered after getting into office, by the way. Um, sure. But they have an enormous amount of wealth. They've been surrounded by security. They are carted around wherever they want to go in luxury vehicles. They don't have a sense, and you can tell by the policies that they're talking about. This whole idea, oh, we're transitioning. It's going to be great. They're like, it, it's a let them eat cake moment. It's like, oh, they're all peasants. They don't understand our brilliance, and then we're going to put them through a lot of pain. But when we get to the other side, our brilliance will be clear. You know, it's a complete disconnect from how everyday Americans not only live their lives but want to live their lives. Meaning, we don't necessarily want your transition. You know what I mean? You bet. You bet. And that's why they're so disconnected. And that's also why we built such a huge coalition here in Colorado, because it's not just Trump Republicans. It's not just GOP Republicans. It's not just independents or even some disenfranchised Democrats that are paying that fuel bill. It's all of us. Mm -hmm. And they're all jumping on board because they know there's better policies out there that can relieve these this uh this uh, Biden tax that they've got on us right now. They know there's a there's a better way to run our world. And we're going to go there. And we're going to do that. You, you've you been open about your background uh, and where you came from um, as a business guy who has owned and run successful businesses. Why put yourself through this? Because if you I'll put it this way. And we were talking to Heidi in all the last hour. If they're willing to invest $10 million to confuse voters to try to thwart you being the candidate they're going to face, wait till you see what they're willing to do to you now that they have to face you. Why put yourself through this? You know, I've done nothing in my life that I'm embarrassed about. And, and, and I just I look at where the direction of this country is headed. And I think to myself, you know, my wife and I have lived the American dream here. And these people are trying to take that opportunity away from the rest of our kids and our grandkids. They couldn't live with it. That's why I threw my hat in this race. Uh, I'm not going to Washington to make money. I'm taking a pay cut to go there. I'm going there to make a difference for working Americans. It, you know, it, it's just time we have some people step up and, and get in front of these guys and say enough is enough. We need some common sense back there. Yeah. Are you... Are you willing to take a look at how these Congress people have become so rich? While they have been in Congress, it seems like they know something the rest of us don't when it comes to investing. I mean, I wish that Nancy Pelosi could be my investment, my retirement account advisor, because if I traded all her trades, I'd be I'd be worth millions right now. 
Yeah, well, you know, if Pelosi's outperforming Warren Buffett, we got a problem. <laughs> I mean, we need to look at that. I, I, anything's on the table when you go back there. As, as far as I'm concerned, I, I want to get in there and uh, be a disruptor. I want to find out why these, you know, why these policies are being put in place despite the fact that they have a negative effect on on guys who are just trying to make a living. Yeah, so I'm yeah. going to go in there and bust it up. Let's let's get it on. Let's find out why we're doing this stuff. How would you handle inflation? You know, I, I think there's three ways you go after. First off, it, it, the, the spending's got to got to stop. Right. I mean, they, the 1.9 trillion they dumped in there—that's that's mainly what's taking place. Um, if there's something that's allocated but hasn't been spent yet, then we ought to retract those dollars. We don't need any more dollars out right now. The next thing is, you know, they they approved these guys running the Federal Reserve. We need to look at that. I, I think Rand Paul's on the right on the right uh, idea there by having a look at how do we maybe overhaul that because they, they were asleep at the wheel. They were a year too late was starting to raise this interest rate. And then the last thing is just related to the, the permitting and, and the ability to drill here in the United States. And if we can't get these federal permits opened up, if we can't get the state permits up, you can't flood the market with supply. And, and we're going to continue to see this, this hike in price. And believe me that, you know, there isn't anything that gets into Colorado that isn't on a truck. Mm-hmm. And, and diesel's six fifty right now, six and a quarter. I know it because we've got 40, 40 tractor trailers, and, and we're seeing the results of, of those pricing. We've got to get a better policy around our fuel so we can continue to lower the price of it. If America was your construction business, how much longer would it survive? We'd have been bankrupt 10 years ago. We wouldn't, <laughs> we wouldn't have made it. We'd All right. be done. So you come in and you go, we got to fix this business. Number one, if you can only do one move. I mean, you just went through a lot of things that I think would be great to help assuage, you know, inflation. But the one move you could be, you could make that would turn the ship around, so to speak, or has potential to turn the ship around. I think the most important thing right now is to get in front of these permits and make sure we can go back to work here and drill for oil and gas here in Colorado. That's probably the number one thing mm-hmm. we could do to start to curb the inflation immediately. Yeah. And that's what, that's something I think we should get right after. The other thing I'd like to be known for when I get out of the Senate is I'm the guy that cut the most red tape. This red tape is strangling our businesses. And, and, and the result of that is we can't pay the higher wage because we're paying for regulation. And yeah. we've got to get in front of that as well. Yeah. Um, I, there was a conversation caught on tape between French President Macron and President Biden, and it, it it was a little iffy, but it looks a lot like Macron was basically telling Biden, it's great that you went to Saudi Arabia, but they're pumping it the most they can. And there's even been some words whispered that Saudi Arabia might have hit their peak oil, meaning they're doing as much as they can possibly do, which is a terrifying prospect if China opens up its economy again which they're probably pretty close to doing. So with us basically shutting down, and I think that's what Macron was telling Biden, like, what are you doing here? You're suiciding the free world in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. And it'll have an effect on Europe big time, big time. And so it's it's just simple. I mean, mean, these guys just don't get it. I'm a carpenter, man, and I could figure it out. Come on. Right. Yeah. Well, listen, congratulations on a race well run, and uh, hopefully in the fall, uh, we'll be uh, talking to you as the new senator of Colorado. So uh, appreciate oh, your time. We're looking forward to it. 
Yeah. I'm and, looking forward to it. Leland, thanks again for having us on. Yeah, and have I'm sure I'm sure we'll have a lot more conversations as well. Thanks, buddy. Talk to you soon. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.